Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien. I'm here with Glenn and Darcy, my co-hosts. And today we're going to do a 2021 in review. Um, what a year. And uh, Darcy will get us going. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we have to confess, we are uh, recording this a little bit before the end of the year. Uh, so, you know, maybe there's another m month left in this year that we could do something incredible that gets missed. But... I doubt it, but it's possible. Um, hey, Darcy, I, now that you say that, that, I do have a goal. I want to get three more houses before the end of the year. Okay. That's my goal. So I want to finish strong. And I think a lot of people have went the opposite way and they are content and they've stopped. Yeah. They've hit their numbers and there is a lot of opportunity this time of year. I know. I, I go right to the end of the year. So with that proviso, we still got you know kind of a month left uh, to do more things and uh, experience more things. Uh, here's my, what, uh, my year in review. At the top, I know I'm sick of saying this, uh, COVID survival. And I don't mean <laughs> I'm worried about that I'm going to be on a ventilator and you know gather the children around and start dividing up the assets. But how to survive COVID with, with elegance, with uh, empathy, and come out of it as a better, stronger, more resilient community and uh, country and person. So, um, you know, so... One of my top goals for the year uh, was to survive this, both with the business and the family and, and personal health. So the year in review is through this kind of uh, awful COVID lens. It's been an extraordinary amount of work, uh, keeping people safe. And, and if you're a leader in any industry, in any situation, you're concerned for the people around you. So it's been worrying about my tenants, 500 residential tenants, 70 commercial tenants, my employees, contractors, and then, you know, my family and their friends and our social networks. So, you know, that's my lens. I did break my thoughts up in the year into things I did to get some sense of, you know, I check some boxes. I'm very much a person that has to do things. And I write long lists of what I pretend to do during the year. So uh, the top list, uh, we sold uh, the assets of Royal Ryan Investments in April to a Toronto area uh, investment group. For $23.5 million. That was a huge, big uh, amount of work. And it still continues. The, you know, folks, if you wrap up a large prop property group, it's not like selling a trailer. The tax stuff goes on and on. The year ends, the closing up of companies. It's been probably 12 hours a week for the last 16 weeks or 18 weeks since April. Uh, I'm still working on it yesterday. I spent six hours on it and four hours on Monday. Just taking care of all the tax details and everyone's uh, money so they all get the best performance. Uh, grew Westred, our Westred Western portfolio. Uh, we grew it by a couple of buildings uh, and we have a building under contract for early, early, early in next year. So in spite of that, we grew our other properties. Uh, started a podcast with two friends. <laughs> Did that in January. Um, and uh, I'm really proud of this. Uh, it's growing slowly. And we're getting better and better. Um, I'm blogging the contents of that podcast with started a website. Um, I started my master's degree at Royal Roads University, a master's of leadership arts. And that's uh, a big deal. And a small thing, I got my first level of sommelier training. I uh, did it with my wife uh, because I have an interest in wines. And uh, it was just a hobby. So did a bunch of things. Did I become a better person? Well, I'm not sure. Um, I had to, to do all that. I had to be, become a little bit more disciplined. And to put this in context, I 
am a fairly disciplined person. People would say that I'm very disciplined. Um, I think I had to be even better disciplined in different areas. Um, I know I became a better writer because I've been doing a ton of it. Um, I, I used to be a school teacher and I took a lit degree and a theology degree. I am a good reader and writer, but this is really sharpened it on point. Get to 500 words quicker, better, faster, clearer, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, failures, struggling to become a better leader uh, with all these, you know, it's a challenging year. Uh, am I a better leader? I'm not sure about that. So that still remains out there. Did I become my critical insight for this year? And this is what I often share with my friends at New Year's before the year turns over, we sit and talk about these things. Um, the realization that I need better balance to become more disciplined and healthier. I need integration of my, you know, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Sometimes to get this laundry list of things done, you spend in one area heavily. And in that area, it's been for me physically. Uh, I spend a lot physically to get there and to get this stuff done. So that's my, that's, you know, my takeaway goals for next year. Try to find better health. I know I do better work when I'm working out at the gym regularly, when I'm more centered and emotionally stable. Um, I can do a lot of things with fury and rage and, you know, just out of pure desire and aggression. But can I do them as well as if I did them out of compassion, centered thoughtfulness? I think that's, I think I can lean towards the other. So that's kind of my year. Um, Did you mention your, uh, that you were writing a book that you worked on? Ah, uh, yeah, but I haven't finished it. So I did undertake starting a book. That is still something, even if you haven't completed it, you, that was a big undertaking. That's true. Um, so I'm working on a, a memoir in real estate. It's going to, I hope, I hope it will be funny and <laughs> insightful. Um, and some of the stories in here you'll recognize and I'll flesh them out in the book. So yeah, I'm working on that too. And yeah, thank you. That's good. That's good. I'll be the first one to buy it. <laughs> I'll give you a free copy. Yeah. You don't even have to. I don't mind. <laughs> so what do you guys do? what is your how do you how do you look at your year how did you pull this off well, talking to me or ari go, go ahead ari yeah for myself so in terms of deals so i don't do uh, that many deals but uh, i had uh, three this year uh, a seven plex a smaller park and uh, another little larger park that's still in the process of closing um and uh, the market i invest in the markets i invest in i've been a uh, I've seen uh, drastic uh, increases this year, uh, so that, that's noteworthy. I've started, I always wanted to go into a commercial, but, um, you know, I, like many people, you start in residential and then you graduate into commercial or, or you don't because you can do uh, very well in residential. And um, so, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher shows up, the teacher shows up and uh, it's more or less what happened to me. So I, I put energy out there in the universe. I created a Facebook group. Um, I have a, per, a, per, a podcast about commercial real estate. I have um, a mastermind with um, a fellow named Logan. And we do a, we do commercial. We talk about commercial every two weeks. Uh, sometimes we have um, we, every first uh, Wednesday of the month, we have a guest. Uh, we've covered industrial, self-storage. Uh, many areas of um, of commercial so i put a lot of energy out there and um, and then um, i i made a few connections and um, 
in particular when a gentleman named Arch Patel from Cincinnati and he he started his um, coaching group and um, I've been attending that for three weeks now and it's um, it's very interesting I like I like coaching I like mentorship and I I really like this um, this teacher I like uh, I like his method and uh, I'm learning a lot and yeah in terms of tools um, I think I have a little bit of ADHD, like uh, many of us. <laughs> yeah. I discovered Focusmate, and um, this has made a big difference in my life. And um, I've met I've met a gentleman through this named Michael. So a year with many uh, acquaintances, and and Michael uh, and I have been working at um, being accountability buddies for each other on a daily basis. And um, in terms of uh, being more healthy. Um, this has made a big difference for me. I was able to uh, ramp up and uh, now I get swim every day, every weekday for 30 lanes. And um, it's, it's meditative. I'm, I, uh, I'm in the water. I really enjoy it. And um, I have to say, I was working on this deal and it was quite, quite difficult and stressful. But um, having this routine of going to the gym and doing those repetitive movements and swimming was really really helpful and uh, a life savior when, when moments were tough. Uh, my daughter started JK and we have time together. Uh, she finishes at 3.30. So we have a little bit of time together, just the two of us. And we, I, I take her to um, MMA every Saturday morning. So our Saturday morning is our time together. I take her to, to, to do a little sports and then we, we go to McDonald's together. <laughs> I love that. That's nice. Daddy and the daughter time. And um, yeah, and I also have a book idea. Um, I don't want to disclose too much about it, but um, right now I need to figure out. Um, I'd like to write the stories of five people and their journey through real estate investing. And uh, there's going to be a particular um, angle to it that um, yeah I'm working on. And uh, so I need to identify five or ten individuals that would be it would make for a good fit for that so that's cool. that's my year in review i hope i didn't forget anything and um, these are the highlights as i as i can remember them what about you glenn <laughs> well i just wrote my notes recently so i will forget stuff <laughs> there is stuff missing so you darcy i know you were ramming stuff off beforehand you might have to help me out here we'll remind um, you okay i think the big one uh the biggest accomplishment of the year is quitting my job um, and it was, um, it was one of those things that I'd worked it into being able to buy like 30 properties a year part-time. Right. And mm. it, it got, um, as, as I stepped through the whole thing, I, uh, I got addicted to having all that money and still having my day job <laughs> to be completely honest. <clears throat> and like, I could start saving, um, there, it was basically a 25 step process and it took me about a year and a half to go through it from when I wanted to start quitting my job. Um, and there was a lot of things to go through. Um, but one of the things was to start putting large chunks of money aside uh, for, to have my old crap fund. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to do, bring out a, a certain cash flow every month. And I started doing that for quite a while. And what got, it gets addictive when you see you're like, I was just throwing in a savings account because I was trying not to spend it. But it gets addictive uh, seeing that grow every month and you want to keep it growing, right? So that was one of the things that if I'm going to start spending it instead is a little, uh, it was a mindset change. 
Um, the big part, one of the other big steps, I'm not going to go into the whole 25 step process I did to leave because it's a little elaborate. The big one was moving. Um, I moved my principal residence uh, this year. That was part of it because I don't think I'll qualify. I don't know how it will work factor in for qualifying for houses in Canada uh, without a job, right? If I'm using regular conventional lending for my principal residence. So I did that. I got that out of the way and <laughs> it was a big step, but it also made a lot of changes in my life. It basically puts your business on hold for a few weeks while you're moving. Um, and it lets you rethink everything, reset up your office, reset up your filing system, restructure everything. And um, yeah, so that's one of the things I've been working on all year was to try and, you know, build more systems, more checklists, more software to do this. I actually started paying for a lot more software that I used to use for free over the last year too, which mm -hmm. it seems really obvious, but um, a lot of stuff you can use for free. Um, and then you just like, you know, you get like five or 10 inquiries a month or whatever. So I just have like 10 laptops and like, I just keep <laughs> shuffling around. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to start paying for it. I'm going to start doing things the proper way. Um, some of my expenses are going to go up, but I'm going to start running it more like a business than a hodgepodge where I'm doing it all over the place. Um, I did a lot of real estate this year. I didn't count my numbers. I didn't bring that. Maybe I could put in the show notes or something. I didn't prepare that part. Um, and one big thing for real estate that I wasn't doing the year before was I started doing flips. Um, I was always a burr guy. Um, so I'd buy, um, how does this go? Buy, renovate, uh, rent, uh, refinance and repeat. And I would, I would do that over and over and over again. And I would do that with my money. I would do that with other people's money. I would raise private money to do it. Um, and I, so I was just doing it that, and I was just burrs all the time. And I started taking on flips. So if you are out there and you are looking to leave your job, it is one way to shortcut the process. Um, but don't strictly boost in cash. So you have these chunks every once in a while, and then you can use it to flatten out spots that you need right um that's how i looked at it um, it seems to me this has to be said this yeah. is a whole episode at some point in the future just how you will process through this because there's got to be a lot of people that are looking at this trying to juggle two lives and at what point do you tip towards the, the new life that you're creating um i think we should interview on that 25 step yeah. process because we've heard bits and pieces of it pieces of it and it folks it's fascinating and we can't just slip by the fact that Glenn believes taking two weeks off to completely uproot his family, <laughs> recreate his office and redo his whole infrastructure and keep going at this torrid pace is like taking a break. This is crazy, <laughs> man. I think you just drip stuff like this. I think we, listeners are just going, what? <laughs> how did, sorry, how did you do 30, 30 properties off the side of your desk with a full-time job with two kids and a family, move your house, take care of your friends, and have time to meet friends for drinks in, in Toronto. Impossible. I, I think that's incredible. <laughs> it's it's a lot about scheduling, right? And yeah. one, the one thing is, I think I picked this up from like the Joe Fairless podcast way back, or maybe when I'm under my conversations with him, pretty sure it came from him. But whenever it starts to get really hard, you know, you're getting close. And I always have that in my head. It starts, you get those days where, because a lot of it's a numbers game, a lot of looking at deals, a lot of work, and it's a lot of stuff you don't get paid for. And whenever you get that spot, that's the easiest spot to give up is the stuff you don't get paid for. Yep. And, and I always have that in the back of my head. I'm like, no, I'm getting close to something big. And I just have to go a little bit farther to suck it up <laughs> and 
yeah, even when you're, you're not in best shape to do whatever you're trying to do, you just, you know, you're sick, whatever's happening, uh, you just get it done. You get that's it done. It. Yeah, that's what I was referring to when I said well, I paid costs physically. Um, yeah. You know, you can't travel 90 days a year without paying a cost for that. You're just exposed to a bunch of toxins in the air and people are sick and coughing all over you. It's exhausting flying all over the country. And, you know, it's, oh. it's, not, it's not like business travel like they show on television. It's just hours of tedium trying to make connections to get someplace so that you can work at the worst hours possible as long as you possibly can and then fly home late Friday night so you can make your kids breakfast Saturday morning. Um, yeah, it's yeah. hard. And you mentioned kids, like my kids started JK as well, my youngest daughter. So she's in JK as well. Um, and then my oldest son's in grade two. So less of an excitement thing, but we changed schools. Uh, and so a whole lot of stuff from them on that field. Um, another thing that was big for me is I, big mindset change was I started coaching in early mm -hmm. 2021. Um, and if you listen to even like episode 100, cause I just re-listened to it uh, recently, I kind of poo-poo on, on the coaching. And because um, I, I was, uh, it was a different mindset, but back then I, I just don't like the, the coaching programs that are so expensive, yeah. right? Um, that's my, my thing. And I don't like coaches that don't do it. They aren't active. And I was interviewing several people on my show at that time. And they were like, I would ask them how many properties they bought in the last year. And it would be like zero or one, but they were charging $20,000 for coaching with them. And I'm like, so what that at best they'll get to your level. Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, I think you got to start with an example. And it did take me a long time to start doing it. Um, and I also made it, I think this is the key. I made it so cheap that I can't survive <laughs> off of it. So I will not become a full-time coach. I want to help and, you know, I want to be paid for my time, but I, uh, I didn't want it to be my gig. I want to be a real estate investor. I want to be actively doing stuff because I feel like I'm a hack otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say that Ari's been instrumental in changing our minds on that. Your um, passion for coaching, self-improvement, oh, yeah. um, and him urging you back in the spring, like, why aren't you coaching? Why, why aren't you sharing this with other people? There's people that would line up at your door to figure out what you're doing. And it's, you know, it's a discreet package. I think uh, that's been one thing that Ari's pushed all of us yeah. to do more yeah. externally, not just focus on what we're doing for ourselves, but to share it broadly with others. And I, I applaud you for that, Ari. It's, it's been an, a mind shifter. So, what a mindset shift. I think that's your words. Yeah, I, and yeah, you bring that up. It just having these groups. Um, I know before we did the podcast, we did a lot more of just us doing roundtable and more, more, a little bit more learning than we do now, or you know, a little bit more growth than we do now. Um, but I think that I, if we don't mention just having this podcast and just meeting up every week with like people and bouncing our ideas, we're downplaying how how, how what we got away from this in the last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I've learned a ton from Darcy. Um, there's tons from even that are recorded and they're on the show and tons when we weren't recording. Um, and like, it, it gave me the, the push to like start looking at the 30 unit buildings and getting into stuff that wasn't my forte. Like I read the books, but it's never the same. And you need to be surrounded by people that are doing what you want to do. Yeah. I think the big thing has been is it's, I was re resistant at first when Nari first contacted me because I've been contacted by different people. It's hard to find peers, people that are actually doing the things 
that can speak knowledgeably into what you're doing and call to question assumptions that are shaky or just to clarify your thoughts. Um, and I think that this energy here that we have, I mean, off air, it's kind of modest on air. Yeah. Honestly, we're holding in the crazy bits. But as soon as the tape stops, <laughs> it gets stupider. Um, but it's more honest even then. And it's, uh, you know, I've said this to uh, close friends, and now I'm going to say it to our 30 plus listeners. Um, I think we're higher a, than that now. Are we? <laughs> that's in our goals. Um, it, is, it is kind of a lonely business. Because there's not many people doing what we do, you can't complain to anyone. You know, I'm, I'm. Oh, it's so tough doing what I do. I love what I'm doing, so it's not worthy of a complaint. But there's just no one to talk to that's doing this. I have a handful of friends in different businesses with similar that you can talk to about uh, the challenges of these things. But um, it's for me, it's must attend Wednesday mornings to chat with you guys and work through some ideas. I mean, you're doing stuff differently than me. And, you know, I wish I had started at, how old are you guys? Like 27, 28? No. I wish I started 40 years ago, like you guys. I'm 39. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, it's life-giving, honestly. Uh, it's So uh, I would have to say that's at the top of one of my things for the year is the great pleasure and experience of doing this. Uh, I have to thank you guys for that because um, it's yeah. been really life-giving. My wife uh, said, what did you guys talk about? And <laughs> we've listened to it on road trips when uh, when Ari puts them up, we wait for the next episode and I'm about five behind. And I cringe when I hear it myself, my voice and saying stupid things, but. I do too. And I, I know it's coming too, because I remember recording it and I'm like, oh, I know what I'm going to say. I know it. I wish I didn't say that. That's <laughs> uh, pretty good, but at least it's honest. <laughs> It yeah. just could have been more elegant, but, you know, I don't think we're getting any uh, running into trouble there, but no, it's good. It's good, guys. Yeah, and I, I'm really glad we have this because it's, uh, you know, you're the average of the people you hang out with, and I'm, I'm glad uh, you're, you're a part of this. Cool. I'm dragging you guys down a bit. That's good. I don't think so at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we hope that 2021 was a good year for you as well. And that, yeah, absolutely. You, know, that yeah. you learned yeah. from it. Um, thank you for tuning in. And uh, as you know, if there is a question you'd like us to cover during the show, feel free to email us at advancedreitalk at gmail.com. Advancedreitalk at gmail.com. And we will uh, handle the question for you. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And we will uh, see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Have a good year. <laughs>